Had you actually read the email, you would know that the podcast you are about to listen to could contain explicit language and offensive content. These HR experts' views are not representative of their past, present, or future employers. If you've ever heard, my manager is unfair to me, I need you to reset my HR portal password, or can I write up my employee for crying too much? Welcome to our little safe zone. Welcome to Jaded HR. Welcome to Jaded HR, the podcast by two, yes, two, I have a friend again, HR professionals <laughs> who want to help you get through the workday by saying all the things you're thinking, but say them out loud. I'm Warren. This is Feathers, and I, and I never said you were, I was your friend, Warren. I, I, you were, <laughs> oh, I'm still waiting for my check to show up in the mail. Like, um, It's yeah. in the mail. Yeah, it's, 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 so is your W-2. You're going to get that really soon. It's going to be yeah. modified everything because, uh, you know, you move states in the middle of the fucking pandemic and you never told us. Oh, sorry, that's a different rant. That's a different rant for a different. That was one of my things last week uh, where I flew solo or uh, last well, episode. I mean, I was, I mean, I was lost in the woods, so I, I, really, yeah. couldn't, I really couldn't be a part of that. <laughs> no, no problem. But as we mentioned last week, we are brought to you by our Patreon supporter. We have one, Hallie from Montana, the original Jaded HR rock star. So, woohoo, thank you. If you could see me, I'm, I'm, ver I'm tipping my hat to you. I just, you can't see me because it's a podcast, but I'm, I'm, I'm trying to tip my hat to you. So thank you very much. <laughs> and uh, if you are joining the show, please support us. There's three ways you can do that. You can become a Patreon like Hallie. You can leave a review and we'll read it on a future podcast. Tell a friend. Or you can contribute a story like Stephanie from last episode. So those are ways you can help support our show. So tell us about your your adventure on the AT. Yeah, so I mean, I know it's not necessarily a jaded HR type of thing, but I, I do want to kind of talk a little bit about my experience. So I, I spent a little over four days in the Great Smoky Mountains in Tennessee, North Carolina state line, hiking. The plan was to do 80 miles. We got to about 40 miles. This is the non-jaded HR part about it is in the sense that we got eight inches of snow while we were up there. It was not forecasted. It was like what the absolute, like it went from like, I, I was hiking in shorts and a t-shirt to the next day wearing every single piece of clothing that I had in my bag <laughs> and praying I didn't eat all my food super fast because I was like needing extra days. But this is the one thing that I will say is I was never more impressed with humanity than I was the three or four days I spent on top of that mountain. I saw people I had never met before that would do anything for you. So here's my sales pitch. Oh no. If you're, if you're a recruiting manager out there, if you're a hiring manager out there and you see somebody on their byline that's completed any of these major hikes, the AT, the Appalachian Trail, the Continental Divide Trail, or the Pacific uh, Crest Trail or Pacific Coast Trail, sorry, hire them. It doesn't matter what you hire them for. The compassion, the understanding, the wherewithal, the perseverance, the grit, the hiking multiple miles in the rain. You think these people can't problem solve? That's all that you were doing was constantly problem solving. I, I just, it was amazing to me what I experienced in those people. 
these people that I met for 24 to 72 hours made such an impact on my life that my partner that I was hiking with when we got off, finally got off the mountain and got saved for all like, better <laughs> purposes, she had mentioned to me, she is a hiring manager and she hires for one of a federal agency and in the district of Columbia, which I won't name because I'm not going to throw her agency under the, under the bus. <laughs> but she, she told me flat out, if she sees somebody with AT or a finishing a marathon, which I never thought, of, but she said, if she finds people that have that on their resume, she says about 85% of the time she hires them. Oh yeah. It's because all the things that you have to do to be able to accomplish something like that. And I'm a marathon, I'm a marathoner. I'm yes. not an AT. I've, I've accomplished, I don't know, probably a hundred miles on the AT. I've got about 2000 more to go before <laughs> I accomplish that goal. But I'll tell you, it was an incredible experience, and he was right. We were lost in the woods. We had to take a zero day, watching it eight inches of snow blowing on April, in the middle of April. <laughs> like, come on, it's the middle of April. But that's my my non jaded HR rant: hire them, hire them, hire them, hire them, because they will do wonderful things for your organization. No, I I, I agree with things like that. When you find a a group or group of people or hobby or something along those lines that has a common core and a common purpose. I've read, I, I don't hike the, I've done hiking. I've never done the AT. I usually do shorter trails. I don't, I've never done a, a walk-in camping. I do, I've done tons of camping, but never walk-in. But people who do those type of things, I've read so many stories about people giving a shirt off their back to people, someone who didn't pack enough water, giving them their last bottle of water because they're in really rough uh, condition. And and things like that. Just so many really cool things I've, I've read on. I, I read a lot on adventure travel, whether it's hiking or what my favorite thing is overlanding in a vehicle. But yeah, I, I, I read that. And Continental Divide Trail is something that my son and I are going to do in the not terribly distant future. Driving, of course, not not hiking. So on that trail, you got to carry like 10 days of water because it's, yeah. it's much different than the AT. AT, you can go three miles or even less than that, and there's water everywhere. Continental Divide mm -hmm. Trail... No, hike through New Mexico. Yeah, find water because the, the, far, the farmer wants to know where you found it because they're going to go get it themselves. <laughs> yeah, in the West, and their water situation is a whole nother, another story as well. But so your friend, your friend is back, Warren. Yes, I, I have one friend. <laughs> My Patrick, sometimes. Patrick, sometimes. He's, sometimes, he's not, yeah, yeah. But we'll get all three of us again together at some point as well. But. You, you mentioned it's the middle of April, and you, you had to experience that snow situation, but middle April also means tax time. And I don't know about your situation, but my situation, it, not, it hasn't been so bad this year, but in years past, it's been just absolutely horrible. People, employees having tax issues and coming to HR and or payroll and blaming us because they owe umpteen billion dollars to the IRS because they don't know how to fill out the, the W-4 and we did something wrong. They, they didn't do anything wrong. We do, we did it wrong. And uh, so it's, and going back to uh, baked HR, they, I think they're going through the same type of thing as they have a, a number of posts on Instagram right now about tax time woes, but I, uh, I, I thought it was interesting, but first of all, the, the, 2020 going forward version of the w4 nobody knows how the fuck to fill that thing out i like the premise of it the idea that you were going to make it as 
easy to be, for people to be as close to zero as possible, but that requires you actually reading and doing what you're supposed to do. And then you can deduct for you can deduct right there for your mortgage. You can deduct for all sorts of things right there on your new W-4 if you actually know how to do it. But the execution, the IRS gets a failing grade on that. And then, and then you have people who didn't claim their exemptions correctly, or even, even worse yet, the people who claim exempt. Oh, I, I've, I've probably said it on the, the podcast before. My first year at the water park, I started in February and the W-2s had already gone out, obviously, by the time I got there. But as soon as I got there, I had mommies and daddies call me. My child owes all these taxes as you didn't do anything. I pull out their, their W-4 and, oh, they check the exempt box and, and things like that. And it's, it's, people don't realize that HR is not a tax advisor or tax expert to help you do your, your forms. Maybe you are truly exempt. Maybe you're a trailing spouse or one of the other reasons that actually cause you to truly be uh, exempt, but most people are not. And it's not my responsibility. You, you're an adult, you checked, or even if you're not an adult, you check that box. I check it in the payroll system and bam, that's how it works. So, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Aren't you, if you apply for an exemption status, you're supposed to provide some paperwork. I don't believe so. I, I think okay. it's all honor system that I forget, even especially with the new 2020 exemptions, what it is. It used to be if you're like a trailing military spouse or maybe you're a resident of another state, like a, a military person who claims Florida or Texas because there's no income tax. You can, I, I don't even know anymore, but there's legitimate reasons to need to claim zero, but people just check that box and don't think of it twice. And they want to put the blame on HR or I had someone who didn't ever change from their pre-2020 tax form. And so because they were claiming like seven exemptions, they had zero taken out this year, which why well, wasn't this an issue last year. Uh, and now they're upset with us as they owe X many thousand dollars. And well, that's not how it was before. Well, we, we send emails about this. About, but, <laughs> but And then the worst thing, the, the last thing that happens is but that's, uh, but that's like reading and reading, you know, causes headaches for people. Well, I am the king of TLDR. I, I get lose interest. My ADD kicks in real quick. More than a paragraph, nap, gone. Even if I'm interested <laughs> in it sometimes, gone. But the the worst thing comes when... So the books, the books that you read, do you, do you color them too? Or you just kind of like read the words? Uh, I, you know... It has been so long since I've actually read a book. I download, as you know, as you were mocking me, I download audiobooks and then I play them at like 1.8 or 2.0 speed. <laughs> you have chipmunks talking to you. But, oh, I, I played something at 1.0 at regular speed. And I was just like dying of anxiety. Say the next fucking word, you know. <laughs> Don't talk so slow. Man, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't handle it. But... Uh, <laughs> And I'd be like the opposite at one point. What'd he say? What'd he say? I missed that. I missed that. Because <laughs> I'm like, squirrel, squirrel, squirrel. Oh, hold on. I got to rewind now. 45 seconds because I've missed the whole damn thing. <laughs> I missed the whole chapter in 10 seconds. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I, I I, don't know. I'm addicted to audiobooks, uh, podcasts. I have an hour commute one way. So it, listening to a podcast at like 1.8 or 2.0, uh, I can get a couple in on my way to work, a couple episodes in on my way to work every day and on my way home. And uh, things like that, I just, uh, I just love it, and I can finish like a whole 
the whole Harry Potter series I can finish in a week. Audio book driving back and forth to work at like uh, 2.0 or something like that. So, I so do it. I make more fun of you now or make fun of you later about that? Oh, I, I, I'm just the butt of all jokes. Okay, <laughs> it doesn't matter now, later. Well, yeah. let's let's have let's have a funny tax story. This happened to me years ago, but I had an individual reach out to me and say, "Hey, I just reviewed my." My bonus information, and you know that the company shorted me. I, I forgot the dollar amount it was, and I pulled up all the information. And, you know, I'm starting to show my age now. I'm like, oh, you kid. <laughs> so I, had, I had to reach back out and be like, so those were the taxes taken out. So the company actually doesn't owe you that additional money. You paid that to the federal government. If you have an issue, please reach out to your representative. But <laughs> pretty confident those are going to stay as taxes. Well, that's more that comes out of an earned paycheck. Yeah, because it's unearned income. Yeah, it's a provisional rate. It's it's different. It's different. But I still got to kick out of that every year. And bonuses come out. I'm waiting for that one person to reach out to me and be like, "Y'all took too much. Where's my extra money?" Well, because the government has it. Or you know, we pay our bonus, our annual bonuses, the same day as a regular payroll. Oh, that's and, confusing. Oh, it, it, well, it's on different stubs. But someone last year wanted, well, I want regular taxes taken out of my payroll check, but I don't want any taxes taken out of my bonus. And we're like, we're only running this once. We're not running this whole second batch just just for you. Sorry, you know, you can adjust your your taxes. Uh, your payroll any way you want for one time, but we're not doing multiple batches for this. It was, it's crazy. And, and people thinking, get butthurt why so bad you, about yeah. it. Mm. I mean, I don't know their individual tax situation. As we've no, already exactly. stated, we are not tax professionals. Let's put that very clear out there. My Ooh. fiduciary responsibility my, my fiduciary responsibility is to tell you, I ain't telling you shit. You figure out your own form, you fill it out, I file it, and we're done. But... On those Facebook groups, they'll t sit there and tell you, oh, you, this is exactly, you should explain to them. And no, no, you don't do that shit. You, no, that you, is not my fiduciary responsibility. My fiduciary responsibility is to hand you a form. And say, sign the fucking out, thing. <laughs> sign it. We'll, and we'll give it to payroll and have a nice day. <laughs> yes. That's my that is my fiduciary responsibility. <laughs> yes. You're going to need to talk to a tax professional, which is not me. <laughs> right. And it's probably I mean. The the best is when you think about that is when I was in the when I mean I think you worked in manufacturing and warehousing and all that I mean you get these again show my age these kids that come in there and they got these forms they have they have not a clue how to fill those forms out and so I just kind of like do you what do you want do you want more taxes taken out and a bigger refund I'm like I'm trying to like dummy it down the best that I can without yeah. like giving them advice. But they like they they have no they have no idea how to fill those forms out. So my daughter, her first job was with me at the water park. Her second nepotism. job, nepotism, yep, nepotism. <laughs> I need to still get her on here one day and explain how it was actually better for her with me uh, when I was gone because she remained at the water park. But but yeah, I mean, I would I would have danced too. Warren's gone. Warren's <laughs> gone. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the whole place did a jig when I was gone. But uh, <laughs> I, when she got her second job, I actually downloaded both the Federal W-4 and the NC-4 and downloaded it and handed it to her. And I filled it out right there as I didn't want her doing something stupid like, 
the claiming exempt for for that. And now that my my little baby graduates in two weeks, hopefully she'll be filling out some tax forms for a full time job soon. <laughs> well, she's. Still I'm happy to help her on school. those. Like, well, yeah. Yeah, I'm happy to take my fiduciary hat off and be like, "This is what you need to do." Zero, single. <laughs> yeah. Zero. Yeah. Sign the yeah. form. <laughs> And and that's all she wrote. That's it. Yeah, that's it. You're done. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, she, hopefully she'll, we'll see what, ha her internship is uh, wrapped up and see what comes out of that. Maybe there's talk about hopefully picking her up, but yeah. So anyways, yeah, the tax situation's just always a nightmare for HR. But speaking of nightmares, we've, we've obviously been going through Da da da! The Great Resignation for the past however many months, year, or or whatever now, but now we are having the Great Return, or what 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 is it called? The the Great Comeback. I, I, your your wonderful boomerang employees are coming back. They they left you. They thought the grass was greener, and now <laughs> your culture wasn't that bad. My boss wasn't that bad. Please take me back. And we're seeing a lot about that. And even the great and powerful JCT got asked that question on today's USA the, Today. The great, the great, the great, powerful Oz. <laughs> yes, exactly. In today's Ask HR, he got asked about people returning to their previous employers. So it's, it's happening. And people made knee-jerk reactions leaving their employers. And of course, yeah, they're going to throw money at you above market rate salaries. Uh, because the employer, you don't throw play ridiculously above market unless one of two things. Maybe you have some super philanthropists uh, like that mortgage company where the minimum wage is $70,000 or something. I forget the name of that company. But also, you know, maybe they know they have a bad culture and their turnover sucks. So let's get do whatever we can to get people in the door the first time where they... They have that horrible, horrible leadership. The grass is not always greener. And I can speak, I, I did leave a company and I came back to it about a year later as it was the grass was not greener. And it's it's interesting. So I'm, I'm wondering how many people out there are having to go through rather than the, the great resignation, the great return or the great comeback and how many people they're picking up, but they're former employees. So I heard the term, the great regret. I like the that. Great one. regret. No regrets. <laughs> Never, yeah, no, no regrets. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, but, but it's a, it's a valuable point because you, I mean, the roles that we have, we have to assess the data that's gathered and the exit conversations. And it's very interesting as you look at trends, you look at thought processes to how to amend organizational philosophy and or just holding course and i mean i've got friends in the industry are telling me that they've got plenty of people coming back to previous jobs the one thing that i will say is they are coming back for a higher salary so i guess yeah. maybe if you if you played your cards right and went out for 12 months 18 months came back where you were considered a commodity you you can demand a, a higher salary because if you got companies that are abiding by the the crappy, here's your one, two, three percent merit increase for just showing up last year. You know, and you can, and you got 10% or 15% somewhere else, and you, you get, you come back to your little company, get another 8% on top of that. Hey, you've, you've gotten yourself 20% in the last 12 months. Like, oh, yeah. 
my hat's off to you again, bravo. And, and you lose so much institutional knowledge when anybody walks out the door. So I understand why companies will bring them back. Um, so it's, it's, it's tough because you, the way you think about it is, yeah, I can position myself better individually for my family, whatever your individual circumstances, but yeah, right to the, right to the point, grass is not always greener. Right. And, and money is, money's obviously massively important. You can't just say, oh, you know, you can't fault for someone for following the money, but there is more to it than money. I do believe no matter what you do, if you do it well, you do your best and you, you work your butt off, the money will follow. It may not be today. It may not be tomorrow, but the money will follow. I, I don't care if you're manufacturing. I mean, look at the welders out there making six figures and that's pre-pandemic prices. People with underwater welding certificates and other sort of things. Yeah, they're, the trades are going crazy. Everybody's HVAC repair people making six digits. It's, it's And no debt. And no debt. Yeah. It's it's awesome. It's crazy. The, gra the grass is not always green. You need to find what you want to do and where you want to be. And your management matters a lot, good or bad. You know, hey, I can't stand working for uh, this guy because he's a, a micromanager and I, I can't stand doing that. But the perks are pretty good. The bonus, the environment, my, my friends are working there as well. You just got to look at the whole big picture. And I think that's, that's some of the things that people didn't consider. They got lured by these dollar signs and going to a culture that's not, not what they wanted. And I, I'm just waiting for the first person who, who left uh, on sour terms and uh, wants to then come back. That's, that's what I'm waiting for. The person who wanted to, didn't quite give you the big old F you out the door, but the, the person who's like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm going to do so much better now that I'm out of here. Wait for them to come back and say, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. You left. You're gone. I've already marked you as unrehirable. So <laughs> have a great day. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. Bye-bye. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the David Spade thing. So anyway. Uh, show, showing our age. I'm, I'm calling people kids today. You're, you're doing Saturday Night Live skits from the 90s or early 2000s. <laughs> uh, so yeah. let's, ho let's hope our population out there is uh, closer to our age <laughs> so we're not offending anybody. But then uh, again, you're listening to a podcast called Jaded HR. So if you um, get offended, it's your own fucking fault. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We have a disclaimer out there somewhere, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. We, I forget the exact terms of, of the phrase of the the uh, disclaimer, but yeah, we have a disclaimer, so you cannot sue us for being offended. Gosh, that's a that's a whole another thing, but yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to everything. There's a lot of positive things going on in the world right now, other than you know some of the the really bad things. But I'm really I've got a very optimistic feel about things. I'm looking forward to seeing what keeps coming next so yay well i know this is running a little bit shorter but do you have any anything else no well when talking about our short episodes <laughs> let me tell you let me give you all a peek behind the kimono again it takes us like six hours to record one because I'm the world's worst speaker. And with the that I do and everything else and things like that, yeah, it takes us six hours to record this 25-minute uh, episode. So, yeah, it's uh, it's a whole nother ball game. 
and editing is. And a I just sit here and drink the whole time. I, mean, <laughs> I, I just, I just had a, <laughs> a nice little cocktail while we were recording this. So I, uh, that's why I'm a little more chatty tonight. <laughs> hey, I'll take it. And maybe we discuss the meetup with the eyelash king. Maybe we can get him on to discuss HR and the sales world love to do that so that's your open so that's invitation a, that, that's that's a challenge right there it's a challenge eyelash eyelash <laughs> man <laughs> oh i'm gonna i've got an idea for him but and we'll just <laughs> we, we can just use that name we don't have to use your real name yeah but no that, that's another good thing so but coming up we do have a, a few great episodes coming up with some great guests we're bringing back jay and janerson and we have some other things lined up so yeah, thank you Thank you for joining us and please continue listening. Once again, you can support us in one of four ways. Be a Patreon, leave us a review, tell a friend or contribute a story. All those help us, especially reviews helps other people find us on your podcast player of choice. Otherwise, I uh, want to thank the other under, like I was saying, I uh, want to thank the underscore orchestra for the use of the theme song, Devil the Devil. And also great thanks to Andrew Culpa, our voice artist who does our disclaimer. As always, I'm Warren. And this is Feathers. And we're helping you survive HR one what the fuck moment at a time. Uh, where's this?